Welcome, everyone, to the Meaningful Hearts Podcast, where we discuss the everyday questions that make us or break us if we let them. I am your host, Drew. Take my hand and let's walk this journey together. Welcome back to another episode. It's a mystery topic. I don't know what it is, but my lovely co-host, Danny, will tell me. Danny, take it away. Well, thank you for such a lovely introduction. So I thought it would be a fun idea to ask the main host or previous main host, I guess, a question about one of his own previous episodes. So I'll refresh your mind just so that you know what we're talking about. And then you'll see what my question is. (laughs) (laughs) And I also think that it'll be very applicable to what we aim to do for others. And you'll see how it all ties together. I love this automation. Let's go. (laughs) I love how this is going. All right. So... The episode that I want to revisit is actually the first episode that you ever recorded. So do you remember what that was? Uh, Self-love is the first episode. How to love yourself. So the question was, how does your physical appearance affect how you feel about yourself and your attitude, attitude towards life, right? You asked about how you can deal with self-image issues and push forward. And... I remember the change that was happening in your life at that moment in time, which fun fact, we actually hadn't met yet, but just a fun fact. But in any case, (laughs) the change that you were going through in your life was you recently uh, had cut your your hair off, all of it off. Yes. And you were just talking about how people can really deal with change. You, You gave a little background of how it came to be. Um, but you essentially talked about how people can deal with these things. And I remember from listening to it that some of the things that you said were that sometimes you just have to really man up and push forward. There are things that get thrown in our lives and that we have to take a step back and dial in and look at the bigger picture. And essentially you were saying that the only thing that we can take care of is the things that we can change like our diet our exercise our health and let go of the things that you can't like if you just so happen to be balding like you were then that's something that you just have to learn how to work through in that regard yes this is 100 percent true i did say this i can't retract what i said this is the problem with starting a podcast by the way, you say stuff, you record stuff, it's on the internet, it's there. Yes, it is. So <laughs> what I gathered from that episode is essentially what you were saying, right? It's, sometimes it really is just about manning up and pushing forward. Because there are some things that when we think about it and we take a step back, we kind of realize that maybe they're not as significant as we thought they were. Whether it's something like cutting your hair or a birthmark that you might have that you might feel self-conscious about or... Um, a scar that you may have from like an injury or something along those lines, right? Those are smaller things that for 
some of us it's easier. And then there are other people who, you know, some of these things are not so much of a small bump in the road that they can just get over. So my question to you is, are you ready? Drum roll. Yeah, I, I was about to do it, but I don't know how to do it. Yeah, with it. Sometimes the cops knock on my door. <laughs> so my question to you is, what about those people who it is a really big deal to? What are some of the things that you would recommend for them? You know, and I think a lot about some of the clients that I work with. Um, some of them are teenagers and teenagers have a different concept of what beauty is, what self-image actually means. So if you tell if we were to be talking to like a teenager, right? And you tell them something, you just got to man up and push forward. While that's very true. A lot of these teenagers, I know I certainly heard this from my own mom. Like you just got to suck it up and deal with it. And sometimes that can be very invalidating to people. I know that I've experienced. So for those people out there who really do struggle, even whether it's a really big thing, like a really big scar or a small thing, like a really small scar, how would you go about helping those what is a big deal to who can't just quote unquote man up and push forward dun 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 well I think that in the context of the way that I said that and for the audience that I'm speaking to right there is a level of maturity that goes along with being told something like that I know as a teenager or somebody young being told that myself would have definitely put me in a bad place I mean, still at times when I'm going through, depending on how tough it is for me, depending on how I feel about something, being told that is invalidating. It is, it is kind of like, like, wow, I'm trapped. I have no way out. There's nobody that's going to throw me a rope and help me. Uh, but I think more or less it was for, it was for me to tell myself who was, who felt trapped that you have to make a decision. You have to make a decision on whether you're going to live with feeling a certain way about the way you look or just owning it and saying it's not that bad and I think for the longest time I knew it the day was coming I was like in denial about it I guess to an extent of oh you know I'll just have everybody else make me feel good about me keeping my hair but I knew that it was looking worse and worse and worse it was not looking good for me and I literally had this point where I was like, you know what? One day I'm going to have to shave all my hair off and be bald. I was like, I want to do it on my terms when it's not so noticeable. When it's going to be a shocker, but like kind of like, wow, you know, it's, I chose to do it. It wasn't something that defined me and I had no choice. So I think that's the approach I took on it. Now, everybody's situation is different. This is, in my opinion, not as not as major as I thought it was at one at one point because I did love my hair. I loved going get going to get a haircut and grooming myself was part of you know who doesn't. <laughs> I mean, it was just you know, especially for a man. I think in a sense, it's it's more defined. And women get their hair cut or trimmed or styled, but it's it, it's over a longer period of time. Men have to upkeep a short cut, depending on what you have going on, a beard, you know, all that right. stuff. It, it requires more. So for me, that's what I had to make me feel clean and put together. 
was the, it was like the icing on the cake before you went out somewhere and looked nice. A nice suit, nice shoes, whatever, but a clean cut just set everything off. And it was a novelty. It was beautiful. I loved it. So when I didn't have that anymore, I was like, damn, what am I going to have to make me feel that way? That's so deep. So I started to, so I started, <laughs> I, I literally started to like, well, you know, I have a lot of people wish they had a beard. I have a beard. And it's like, wow, you know, like beard is really, like really sets off the rest of the haircut. And at one point I didn't, I didn't style a beard. When I had the beard, the beard was more important to me all of a sudden the hair. I was like, you know what? I still got the beard, which is awesome. And if you're bald and have a beard, you're still, you know, in my opinion, I still look good, you know? But it was just seeing myself without hair that was a scary. I think that was the scary part. Trying to imagine what I would look like. I felt naked. Ashamed and, and afraid. But I knew that I had the choice. And I could liberate myself by just going ahead and doing it. And at that point when I made the decision to do it. As soon as I made the first cut. I cut my own hair. I was like, oh. It's like, wow, I have a nice head. <laughs> wow, I look great. I felt really good. It was like, it was like wow, I was pulling the band-aid off. Now, for other people that have maybe similar issues or higher levels of insecurities, there's nothing wrong with being fearful. And there's nothing wrong with being afraid to do something or not doing something and looking for alternate measures. I was not going to spend $20,000 to get you know, implants or surgeries or anything like that. And there's nothing wrong with going and doing those things. It just wasn't, in, first of all, financially, it just didn't make sense to me. And two, I was like... I'm still falsifying who I am because this is something that's not natural. It's just, it's being transplanted. I, I still wouldn't feel like myself. I feel like I altering my state artificially. I'm all about being organic. It's not that person to, I could wear a wig at that point then. And there's plenty of alternatives, but for somebody that's really going through, especially a teenager, I think the faster you learn how to go through the gauntlet of emotions because we all go through them. We usually go through them as adults, as kids. We're un- we go for the most part. We're unscathed. For the most part, we we don't we don't actually. I mean, we're we're blessed enough that don't go through really serious li- serious life stuff. There are some kids that go through some really heavy stuff, young like young, and they're so fucking mature. Kids that have cancer, real life threatening things, and they're just so. They take it with stride. It's like it's admirable. It's like yo, I have nothing going on in my life. You you almost died as a child, and you're like so positive, and it's interesting. But for people that I guess are going through stuff, maybe they're losing their hair in high school, or maybe they're they're not they're they're not they have issues with their bodies or whatever. I think that learning to kind of surround yourself or put yourself or or understand other people have gone that gone through that journey and try to understand them and seek seek their guidance and see what they went through see how they handled it and please like if you can handle something on your own look for look for help for proper guidance don't just take somebody's word for it off the street and think you know if they tell you to go suck it up that's the thing to do i don't that's not that was not by by any way what I was trying to say in a tough way to somebody that's just, listen, that, that could be the difference between somebody doing something crazy. And, 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 you know, I'm not, I'm not about that, but it was just more or less, it was, that episode was more for me to say, oh, Andrew, you need to like man up in this one. You got it. And I think that I, obviously if you, as you, as you mature in life and as you become a little more aware of yourself and your abilities 
and you leave high school or you leave adolescence and you realize the world is a lot bigger than you think and the people that put put themselves in this box or this circle and make you pretend that the world is that way and in reality they're just battling their own demons as well i think that we all have to we all have to overcome something in life so not 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 trying to stray too way too much but i think that anybody that's really going through it i think find a home or find a sense of a, of of community within communities of people that are going through it as well and try to make more friends like that and try to be around people that like that are that are in tough situations and that that have worked through tough situations that have been there have been scared or have been hopeless and i think that's part of the, what what i want this community to be I don't want people that have slayed dragons. I want the person that pulled the sword out of the stone for the first time. You know, I want somebody who who did something that nobody expected them to do. And they found the courage when nobody believed in them. So, yeah, that's my <laughs> that's my uh that's my take on it if if that helps any. Wow. definitely a lot to work with i thank you for your honesty now i also want you to know that when i said (laughs) earlier when you were like it's about uh manning up and pushing forward i didn't think that you were trying to have that same intention that so many people have as far as invalidating feelings when i listened to it that's just where my mind went as far as like okay i hear what you're saying because you're right so there's a lot to work with in your response so i'll try to break it bit by bit um but you are right in the sense of it does require a certain emotional maturity now i gave the example of of teenagers and my clients but that also applies to, to adults you know there are things that in my own life that um i've i've struggled to be less insecure about and you know a common response that you get from people is that it's not a big deal but people really don't understand how much of a big deal it is because everybody has different experiences but i do want you to know it wasn't (laughs) i wasn't trying to say that that's what you're saying just just clarifying of course of course the other stuff that i've that i've heard is you know i've heard a couple of things i think the main thing that resonates with me about what you said is something that i I actually tell adult clients in, you know, areas of in in their life in general, you know, that this is different um, in this time. You know, when we when we're growing up, we feel like we don't have a lot of control over our environments and how it affects our insecurities and our self-image, social media, our homes, stuff like that. So we feel very powerless. But what you said specifically was, you know, you have the power to choose. And I think that that's very true and that's very applicable because we do have the power to choose what we focus on. And granted, with depending on where you are developmentally, it's different. But on average, if you can figure out, you know, what I'm hearing is that if you can figure out what you're choosing to invest your time in, you know, focus on other things that you do feel good about, uh, parts of yourself that, you know, help you feel good. I also heard a little bit of that in there. Um, And also the other component that I heard is the importance of community and finding people that can relate to you, not so much in a way where like they're better than you or they've achieved more, but just that they understand where you've been and, you know, seek out help in that way, whether it's a mentor 
a teacher, a, gui- a guidance counselor, or even a therapist, right? That's a little bit of my bias in there, but that's mm-hmm. just me. But it is about creating a sense of belonging that you're not the only one. You're not the only one who goes through these things, who feels the way that they feel. We all have something that we feel insecure about. But also to add to what you're saying, I also believe that I I kind of heard it in what you're saying, I guess subliminally, that a big part of it is in mindset, right? It's about the mindset that that you focus on when you think about self-image issues that you might have or where you might find yourself comparing yourself on social media or comparing yourself to others or comparing yourself to your friends. But it goes back to what you're choosing to invest your time and your energy in with your mindset. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I can choose to see, um, like for yourself, right? You could have chosen to say, man, I'm, I'm bald. Like this sucks. My, my my sexiness is gone my manhood is gone yeah but i also heard that you chose to say you know what i might be bald but wow look at my beard my beard is 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 really well kept i really like it and i can use this to my advantage so it is about shifting the focus and i think that for people out in the world for myself for you for anybody listening that mindset is so important and I'm in no way, shape, or form saying that it's easy, but it's not impossible because so many people have accomplished this before. It doesn't mean that you can't, I can't, or anybody else can't either. So that was my recap of what you said. I don't know if I missed anything. I also really like the, you know, we're not looking for people who have slayed dragons or people who are looking for people who have just pulled out the sword for the first time because the smallest accomplishment sword in the stone yeah that what did i say pull out the sword for the first time but in oh. essence yeah the sword in the stone i don't know if anybody's seen that movie <laughs> i was a, a wimpy kid who literally nobody else all the strongest people could couldn't remove uh, excalibur from the stone and this kid comes along and pulls it out this you know and that's what it is. I want people that are liberating themselves for the first time. Yeah. It's a little, you know what, and it's a little cliche and a little corny, but it's still very applicable. You know, that small accomplishments, if you can go from seeing, I don't know, if you have like a mole that you feel embarrassed about or a scar that you feel ashamed of, it's the scar, the mole, the baldness, it's not going to change. But your perception of it can change. You know, for myself, I've bit my nails for a really long time up until the last couple months. And I realized that part of it was I kept seeing my nails as ugly nails. And therefore, you know, if you set your limitations, you get to keep them. So because I kept saying I kept seeing my nails as ugly, I would keep biting them. So part of it was, oh, you know what? My hands are are nice. I have. And then it, it progressed. Right. Because, again, it's not easy, but it is in steps. Instead of saying, you know, my nails are ugly or like I'm trying to stop biting my nails, it went from, oh, I think that my hands are okay. Then it went to, my hands are pretty. Then it went to, my nails are beautiful. And now I have some of them that are chipped and a little broken, but for the most part, they're doing really well. So I think that it also relates as well. I ramble sometimes, you know, when I'm inspired. (laughs) You inspired me, uh, even those questions you asked. It 100% uh, brings a lot to say. 
I mean, there's so much to talk about in, in, in this space as far as self-improvement and self-love. I think that it's still a topic of conversation no matter what, you know, looking at yourself in the mirror, right? Whether it's the way you feel internally, externally, or even about your life, just in general. I think that we just, we have to really be our best friends first and see ourselves as people from the outside, look at ourselves because through peripherals or through the way we see things, it's always out of our heads and we see other beings. We don't actually step outside of ourselves and look at ourselves as a person. So it's very hard to, it's very easy to miss us. So you need to, you need to love yourself first and foremost, or, you know, you're not going to have a great interaction on this planet and you're not going to get the respect you demand as well. And I think we're going to wrap it up here. That was a heavy conversation. <laughs> thank you, Danny, for that interrogation. Oh, thank you for letting me put you on the spot. Oh, I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> thank you all for listening and have a wonderful, wonderful day. Bye.